how hard would it be to leap through the water into a different boat? <laughs> uh, you would need to make a dexterity acrobatics check. Um, it's not, you know, it's probably not terribly difficult. Oh, really? Well, then I'm doing All it. All right. <laughs> Save me, everyone. Remember me. <laughs> Who are you again? Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, I got a 10 on that check to leap from one boat to the other. Uh, okay. Um, why don't you make another test to see if you fall in the water or fall into the boat? Sure. 12. All right. So... You do not have what we would call a graceful landing, but you do manage to at least uh, fall into the boat and not into the water. <laughs> well, that's good news. Okay, perfect. I point right at someone. Remember, this is graceful. <laughs> when someone interviews you later. Uh-huh. Okay, Rochelle. Well, the problem of having two rogues go back to back is they often have the same idea. So that's exactly what I was going to do. Um, so instead... If only we had that canoe. <laughs> Damn it. Curse you, fate. I am irritated this holding us up. We need mm-hmm. to wrap this up so we can get to the ruins. So I'm actually going to go ahead and use my swimming ability and intentionally dive into the water. Oh, all right. And uh, I'm going to take the fight to the crocodile. Um, so I am going to dive in, move action to the crocodile, uh-huh. and uh, try and do a short sword attack in the water. I'm sure this is going to go fine. Sure. Um, I don't see any issues <laughs> with this plan at all. And if I can get some traction on the crocodile, it's a big crocodile, understand, and the, the dangerous part is occupied. Um, so if I can right. like kind of get one arm around him and then, you know, stabs with the other one, that's my oh. thought. Sounds good. 15. Hey, hey. all right. <laughs> yes. You were able to sort of grab its tail and then leverage yourself up to stab the croc, roll your damage and you do get your pinpoint attack. That's going to be nine. Oh, there you go. All right. Your short sword, uh, you know, you feel it, uh, puncture through his, his tough skin and into the soft flesh beneath. And I will use that to kind of like, I'll leave it in and kind of pull myself and have my weight on it and be like, come on, just let him go. We got to go. Either do it or don't. All right. Okay. So the uh, crocodile goes, Um, he does let go of the uh, sailor. Um, In fact, he does that when you stab him. <laughs> um, and so he basically starts to like buck and thrash to try to dislodge you. Um, so make a dexterity acrobatics check to see if he can throw you off. 12. So you manage to hang on and he uh, is trying to sort of snap at you, but he can't twist enough to do it. Just out of curiosity, does he take additional damage since what I'm hanging on to is my sword that's inside of him? <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, just a <laughs> Maybe. <Yeah. laughs> it's, it's certainly hurting him. <laughs> All right, so Asuka, it is your go. I've taken aim and he's switched targets and things are thrashing around, so I'm trying to focus. So I'll, with the aim, I get a plus four to my roll. I normally get a plus three. Right. And that is a, let's see, that would be a 12, 13 on the shot. Okay, that is a hit. Uh, you need get any doubles there? No, unfortunately. You guys are, are beating the odds in not having stunts, but I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
That is a total of seven damage. Oh, nice. Okay. All right. So there's a huge boom, and his pistol barks, and uh, and you bury a, a bullet into this thing. All right. The sailors are going to try to help again, maybe more successfully than last time. Get that man out of the water. One of the guys with the poles um, hits the crock, and you hear crack, and the other guy um, has reached his out to the wounded guy who grabs onto it, and they start to pull him uh, back towards the boat. Ty, it is your go. All right, so does it look like the sailor is going to be able to get back in the boat? You think so, yes. Okay. Uh, and then currently Rochelle is still in the water with the crocodile. Correct. All right. Then I want to use my first actual spell. I'm going to use Hero's Inspiration. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to... I, I, well, I hope... Are we within six yards of Rochelle? Yeah. Okay. So then I don't have to do a test for this. It looks like it just happens. It just costs me some mana points. Uh, no, you always have to make a casting roll. Oh. Under test it says none. Oh, uh, uh, so that... So that often the spell effect requires someone else to make a test. Ah, gotcha. Okay, okay. Okay. So there should be like a casting number uh, in the spell description. Target number 10? Yeah. So you're going to make an intelligence test, uh, and then if you have the appropriate arcana, you get plus two to that. It would be an intelligence focus if you had it. I failed. Okay. (laughs) But I don't know that, so I'm going to say, whatever it is you're going to do... Do it better. <laughs> I, th- I think I'm doing a good job. What? What? <laughs> I assume I still lose the points, even though the spell failed. Yeah. Okay, Pascal. All right, I'm gonna try and slap at that crocodile over the edge of the boat with my short sword. <laughs> my ungracefulness will crocodile continue. Crocodile slapping is a famous game in Freeport. <laughs> oh, good. good. Yes. Very good at it. Of course. Um, that is a 12 to hit. Hurrah! And I have stunted for five. Ooh. All right, so Pierce Armor's coming on um, <laughs> for sure. And I think, I think I'm going to go ahead and be nice to my fellow rogue in the water. So I, I, I would like to set up Rochelle for a strike on her turn. Sounds good. And I think I'm going to eat that other one point. Yeah? Yeah. Um, 12 damage. All right, so you um, you stab the crocodile, uh, which distracts it a bit from uh, Rochelle. Uh, Rochelle, he used a setup stunt to give you plus two, which you can use to attack if you want or something else if you want. Swim away, you know, <laughs> wrestle it. <laughs> With my strength zero, I'm considering it. <laughs> No, I indeed was going to swim away. Uh, if I evaluate the situation quickly, do I think that I can do one more strike against the crocodile and then swim for it? You could do that, yes. Okay, so I'll do that. Okay, so evidently the law of averages on 3d6 is 10, because <laughs> I have never rolled something other than a 10 so far, I don't think. <laughs> uh, plus my 5 is going to be a 15 again. That's a hit. And then two dice... Is only going to be six from me. So you slash it and then jump into the water. The crocodile then basically decides to hell with this <laughs> and, you know, uh, spins in the water <laughs> and starts swimming back the way that you came. 
I'll go ahead and swim over. I assume the crew boat is closer. Yes. So I'll swim to that one and kind of reach up for someone to get me out and start <laughs> ringing everything out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you do that. The crew is trying to give the injured guy some first aid. Um, his leg is pretty torn up. Let's all make an agreement to stay in the boats. We have the boats for a reason. Let's stay in the boats. <laughs> uh, Isadora says, uh, well, you're the one who jumped into the water. That's because I can do that safely as demonstrated. As demonstrated. We're not all as cool. <laughs> uh, okay, so they managed to bandage him up. And that guy's basically in shock, so uh, he just sort of lays down at the bottom <laughs> of the boat yeah. and uh, is, is going to try to uh, to recover if he can. And uh, meanwhile, you can push on. I'm going to ask Asuka, like off to the side, if we get back in the same <laughs> boat right, right now. <laughs> Maybe I'll do a little cross-boat yeah. talk. Be like, that gator was confused. <laughs> like, was that... Was that a regular, regular reptile, or was that something unusual? Uh, that that was that was a saltwater croc. Uh, those are uh, considerably bigger than the the ones you're probably used to. Yikes! But he it was it was certainly uh, more aggressive than than most that I would say, uh, especially going after a, an entire crew of people. Uh, perhaps uh, it was awfully hungry. Mm. You're you're lucky to be alive. Well, it's a lot of training and effort. Luck doesn't really come into it. <laughs> that, that was a that was a very nice dive, by the way. Very I mean, very good form. I also assisted you magically. I'm not sure if you noticed that, but I enhanced your natural abilities from afar. You know, no biggie. I'm mean, just saying. You know, don't worry about it. You don't you don't have to acknowledge it. We all know what happened. I can confirm. He certainly said he did. <laughs> In the heat of the moment, I mean, who knows? That's right. I, I know not of any of these things, so I will just have to take your word for it. Perhaps it was the hand of magic. Hmm. So is it lunchtime? So you guys spend a few more hours kind of navigating through the uh, swamp, and basically you reach a point where you just don't think you can get the boats through anymore, um, and you're going to need to you know, push them up and, uh, and go the rest of the way on foot. I don't think we can get the boats any further up here, guys. I think we may need to get out and go on foot. Mm. <laughs> Should we send one of the ships back with the injured crewmen? Maybe find some first aid back on the ship? Well, if they get attacked again, pretty sure they're hosed. Plus, we need people to carry That's stuff. True. And that, <laughs> yes. that crocodile yes. wants revenge. I think we sink his canoe That's and he's right. pissed. Oh, Luckily, he swallowed a clock, too. <laughs> Zora says, uh, I will leave uh, another one of the crew here to watch him and the boats. Sensible. Good call. Okay, okay. All right. So, uh, look at the map. Do we have a, a basic direction we need to go? Yes, you are going east. Okay. So, you guys travel for another probably hour or so. And then sort of one minute you're pushing through mangrove swamp and then like all of a sudden like it ends and you're like, oh, <laughs> um, and uh, 
you can see laid out before you, uh, there is uh, ruins and buildings and things. Basically, you guys have been traveling east. There is a big sort of, it's like kind of a bucket in shape. And, uh, and there are a bunch of ruined buildings. Um, there is, you know, a small waterway um, that kind of cuts this area in two. Uh, you guys are to the southwest, and in front of you, you can see uh, some very old ruins, but there's also what clearly seem to be some inhabited structures that are either standalone, crudely built lean-tos and huts and that sort of thing, or they're actually like built out onto the ruins. There's a big building in uh, sort of the center of of that area that looks like it was perhaps a temple at one point. It's partially collapsed. There are big logs that have been placed to try to shore up the sagging roof. Then north of the creek, there are uh, yet more ruined buildings and things. And you can see movement down there. How obvious would you like to be? <laughs> Super. That's right. Like we own the place. <laughs> Rochelle uh, straps on a backpack and then uh, volunteers to scout ahead. She's awfully exuberant. <laughs> yes. Oh, and I should I should also point out, um, so there's the ruins and then there's basically like a, a cliff face to the east. And... There's looks like maybe some more buildings up on top of that and possibly some caves sort of diagonally, like all the way across the ruins from you. All right, I'll uh, slap uh, Rochelle on the shoulder, tell her to be careful, and I will subtly sort of check her backpack just to see, you know, basically how full it is now, just to get a, a measure of. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, be safe. Currently empty. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> Good to know. All right. Uh, well, Azora, it, it appears that our ancient ruins are not abandoned ruins. What do you think we should do? Well, I think that we should try to figure out who the inhabitants are and whether they are hostile or not. So we should go down and say hello. I'm in. <laughs> uh, you, you said we could see movement. Can we see them? Are they like uh, aboriginal? Are they like... Lizard folk, are they... Well, make a uh, perception seeing test. 16. Dang. Yeah, they are lizard folk. Friendly lizard folk? <laughs> you don't know. So, Pascal, when we were back, you know, remember that canoe that we, you know, sank? The canoe? Yeah, and there were tracks. Possibly lizard folk tracks, maybe? Maybe? I, I, will, I will admit that there were tracks. <laughs> Um, possibly. I don't know. Who can say? Okay. So we all agree. None of us sank that canoe. Okay. We got our story straight. Oh, the canoe. (laughs) Was not us. Right. 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 It was like that when we found it. (laughs) (laughs) We tried to save it. That's the reason why our fingerprints are on it. We tried to help. We're here to report a canoe that we found sunken. (laughs) We're looking That's for right. its owners. <laughs> right. We can tell you where it is. <laughs> Have you seen this canoe? All right. 
So, Rochelle, are you going to go off on your own? Yeah, I'll scout ahead, not too far, but uh, just try to get a, a closer look on their community and how they're interacting. Yeah, there's a few, like, uh, clumps of trees, uh, so you think you could kind of uh, go up a bit and, uh, and hide amongst them and get a closer look. I'll do it. Okay, uh, you should make a dexterity stealth test. Dang. Uh, so that's an 11 roll. I broke 10. Hey. <laughs> uh, plus two more is going to get me a 13. Okay. You think you managed to get over there without being seen. And uh, you sort of look further into uh, the ruins here. And you can see that, yeah, this, uh, you know, there's a bunch of lizard folk basically doing errands and you know day-to-day living sort of stuff you do notice that the the buildings and the ruins um that are north of the creek you don't see any lizard folk over there or indeed any movement or anything at all and where the lizard folk are do we feel like we could circumnavigate them or we'd have to go through them to get to the north you could so basically you you guys are your main group is in the swamp you if you skirted the edge of the swamp you could get up to the north side if you wanted do i see any weapons that people are just carrying uh not really okay they're they're more doing domestic stuff i was gonna say do i see any basket weaving or (laughs) (laughs) uh people are carrying some things in baskets yes So I'll go back and I'll report that uh, it seems like a a calm civilization. I don't see any evidence of a patrol or uh, kind of they're, you know, doing regular stuff. But if we want to just not be bothered, we can go around the edge and we should be able to skirt by them and into the ruins of the north where I'm not seeing any movement. Mm -hmm. Would that uh, would that put them between us and our escape route? Yes. Mm. And perhaps their their warriors are, are elsewhere. If they don't seem hostile, should we go speak with them? Mm. Does anybody speak lizard? You make a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Are lizard folk a known entity in this world? Yes. Are they generally speak common, civilized, um, neutral? <laughs> the- <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not really sure. I mean what they speak it is possible that they that you could communicate with them you are unsure well pascal uh i believe looks uh sometimes transcend uh species so perhaps you could woo them <laughs> mm. well i mean if i must <laughs> perhaps they've heard of your deeds here too I, I suppose I do have a fresh set of clothes I could put on just to go, hmm. If we take a moment, I'll head in there my, with my courtly clothing. No problem. <laughs> and uh, I will etiquette uh, the hell out of them. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Well, cool. I will do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put on a, a fancier set of clothes. I'll put on my, I'll go up to my extravagant, extravagant traveling clothes, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good, Above good my choice. extravagant, yeah, yeah, it's a good look. Yeah. Um, I don't want to, to overblow this situation. And uh, I enjoy that you have all uh, these options with you. I'm glad we brought four <laughs> trunks worth of your clothes. 
There were two boats. Uh, I mean, right. it's like it's like the <laughs> Titanic, you know. <laughs> so Azora puts a hand on your arm and says, "Is this while I'm changing, or <laughs> once you've changed?" Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, she says, "Well, if possible, I I would very much like to get a look at that temple." Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't okay. know what's going to happen out there. They might just kill you but if you can parlay then we we would like to get to the temple you, you okay, might end there. up on one of the uh, altars in the temple <laughs> <laughs> that's the fast way in like, <laughs> like hmm, i see i'm going to try to avoid that although maybe it's a good place to dance i don't know very well <laughs> should be um <laughs> you do like being on a pedestal so oh <laughs> So sweet. <laughs> uh, do you all want to? Does everyone want to come in as well? Good. <laughs> sure. Well, we've got our uh, we've got our person in waiting in the wings, so that might uh, might be an ace in the hole. Uh, Azora says, uh, uh, "I'm gonna wait here with the crew." Okay. What that is a okay. good right. call. If if you need aid, we will come. We'll scream. All right. Yes. Our signal will be, oh, God, oh, God, please help us. <laughs> I definitely won't row away and leave you here forever. <laughs> I'm, I'm very terrified of their attack baskets right. now. Yeah. The smothering baskets. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to have something to carry human heads in. Yeah, exactly. So uh, describe your approach to me. Confident. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Fabulous. I'm just going to, you know, yeah, exactly. Fine. I'm wearing, you know, like a half cape, basically. So let's go Let's go right down as close to the main drag as we can find and head towards, uh, let's head towards this temple, I think, on purpose. Okay. Uh, and then just see who stops us. Um, I will flank. Okay. So we're going to do the thing. We have a clipboard. We're just going to act like we're supposed That's to exactly be here. Right. Yeah. I'm going to wave to people. Hello. Hello. <laughs> nice to see you. Looking good. <laughs> All right. So you guys uh, come out of the swamp and uh, start walking uh, with confidence towards the temple. And you get probably about halfway there before a pair of lizard folk come out of one of the buildings and see you. And they sort of freeze for a minute and then they sort of make a, a like a loud like hissing sound drop the baskets they were holding and go back into the building and then uh just a few seconds later they emerge holding these clubs and uh some other lizard men come out from other nearby buildings also holding weapons and looking at you. Well, I guess you don't really know if they're looking at you suspiciously or not, because you haven't really met a lizard person before. Right. So, right. so they're looking at you. Fair. <laughs> this is going great. Perfect. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give them a very deep bow. <laughs> Hello. I am uh, Viscount Pascal Di Cardano. Maybe you've heard of me. <laughs> and uh, please take me to your leader. <laughs> All right, so one of them 
says something to you in a language you do not understand, um, and you see some more lizard folk coming from other parts of the ruins, but they're they seem to be holding back, and and they start looking in a particular direction, um, and then you can see uh, like an older. Uh, lizard person come out of a hut um, and this person has a bunch of uh, of like fetishes and uh, things like that looks like a shaman or a warlock or something like that and uh, that lizard person approaches you and says in a language you do understand aha <laughs> humans why are you here? Oh, uh, I forgot. Why? Why? Are... <laughs> ah, we're we're we are mere travelers on on a uh, an expedition. Uh, we we've come up amongst you. We we had no idea you were here. We wanted to pay our respects and uh, see. Uh, there was a temple, I think. <laughs> uh, uh, we mean you no harm. Let's start there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, why don't you make a uh, a communications? Uh, what are we calling this? <laughs> Etiquette? I have no idea. I guess. Uh, uh, as he's about to do that, I, d- I actually want to lean in and try that heroic inspiration again, uh-huh. and try try to give him a little bit of a bonus on this roll. Okay. Uh, you make a casting roll. Those first two are not good. I need a good roll on this last one, and I got it. Yep. All right. Succeeds. So you get a plus two bonus to this test my goodness all right but i'm at a plus seven. i'm gonna lean in and whisper don't screw this up <laughs> <laughs> that's very useful uh all right then uh that is an 18 oh all right no stunt <laughs> i wanted to flirt <laughs> how you doing <laughs> you have come to pray at the temple uh, uh, yes. Yes, we have. We have heard about it from far and wide. We have come here to pray at your temple. Yes. <laughs> you should come meet the god. That's has not suspicious in any way. <laughs> <laughs> That's a rather ominous turn of phrase you have there. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, lizard folk sort of part, opening a path up towards the temple... And uh, the shaman begins to walk towards it and motions for you to follow. Do we call for our friends to come join us? Does uh, Azorin want to come here as well? I think we should TBD on what the god is first, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Fair enough. All right, I follow. Okay. Sure, yeah. So you get closer to the temple. Um, It's pretty large. Um, and you can see that there's a lot of um, uh, sort of snake motifs carved into the side of the temple. Uh, lots of coils and scales and things like that. And you can see, obviously, the temple has seen better days. <laughs> lots of shoring up has been done, but there's still carvings and uh, even parts of the roof that have fallen down. But uh, when you get inside... On the far end, uh, you can see there's a big statue of uh, of like a cobra with its hood back, and there is a clearly ancient altar there as well. 
and uh, the shaman is like, here, here we worship Yig, as our ancestors did. Why did it have to be snakes? <laughs> <laughs> you guys can make uh, intelligence historical lore tests. This is a bad idea. I don't need to roll for that. <laughs> 15. And I stunted with a six stunt points. Oh. <laughs> well, sir. <laughs> Scholar, Make... teach us. Go, Ooh, yig. Hmm. <laughs> uh, so this would be ex- exploration stunts? Uh, this is a role-playing stunt. All right. I do not want to enrage. <laughs> <laughs> good choice. Good choice. Thank you. I mean, your friends couldn't stop you. <laughs> How about sway the crowd? Interpersonal efforts are so effective they spill over to others in the area. You will affect one additional person of your choice past the original target. Basically, I'm going to start to uh, obviously I recognize something about this, and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll just start spouting some uh, yig lore um, directly <laughs> to the shaman and. Uh, extolling a, maybe some sort of a, a myth or some sort of mythic battle or something like that. Okay. Um, so what you know is that, uh, you know, sort of in the mists of antiquity, um, there was uh, an ancient empire called the Velosan Empire, um, and it was an empire of serpent people. Um, and there was a huge cataclysm that basically sent most of Velosa beneath the waves. So the the civilization of the Serpent People was destroyed um, and only scattered remnants of it remain. Rumor has it the, the islands where Freeport is was part of the, the Velosan continent originally. And you think possibly this area was as well? judging from the style of the architecture um, and certainly mention of Yig, who was the, the, the major god of the serpent people. So, um, yeah, this is, this is ancient, ancient nice. stuff. <laughs> With my remaining four points, then, I am going to use a four-point flirt with the shaman. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And uh, so now that I got, I got its attention... And I'll be like, uh, it is. Uh, it was. It was said that uh, those who worshipped Yig were legendary lovers. <laughs> well, this is taking a turn. <laughs> bust out blue rose. <laughs> oh, I thought that's what we were playing. I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> So, uh, communication seduction versus willpower self-discipline. So, how how much discipline does the uh, shaman have? Let's see. <laughs> well, I guess we're going to find out. <laughs> All right. If I ever rolled three sixes, let it be now. I expected to see a snake in this encounter, but not in this <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, my communication... I don't have uh, seduction, unfortunately. Um, Why doesn't the dwarf warrior have I seduction? Don't know. <laughs> I, don't I went to college. <laughs> so, that's 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Woo! Okay. 
You're not certain if the uh, shaman understands your intent in the as a sort of romantic seduction, mm-hmm. but it does seem to to understand to be swayed, I guess, by by your knowledge and charm. Shall we say? Ah, we can take a compliment. Right. Yeah, platonic <laughs> love is still love. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know of Yig. Oh yes, yes. I would like to know more. Come, come, meet the god. Are there any idols in the temp- temple so far, or loose anything? Just a big snake. <laughs> Pocket change. <laughs> 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 Keep an eye out. So, you, oh, yes. you mean like uh, like golden idols or this? Such? You know, or just things that seem like maybe you know, because Zora's only paid us for black-hearted Billy's treasure. So if there was uh-huh. other treasure that she might be interested in for yes, a separate deal, something yes. like this. No, you do not see any treasure laying about currently. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Backpack <gasps> remains empty. Oh. So the uh, the shaman uh, takes your hand, yes, Oscar, and l- leads you up to the altar, and then bows forward and starts to chant in what you take it is the tongue of the lizard folk, and um, puts its hand on your back and kind of pushes you forward no, a bit. I don't resist to mm-hmm. match <laughs> to match the pose. Yes, and then, uh, like, rising up out of the altar, you see the sort of the shade of a serpent man. And it is not corporeal. Looks like a spirit, shade, mm. ghost, something mm. like that. I'm so glad I brought the brown pants. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, uh, this, and so to be clear, uh, lizard folk and serpent people are two separate races. The, the serpent people look more like, uh, you know, they've, they've got two arms and two legs and a tail and more like a snake head. Uh, whereas lizard men are more like, you know, your Gorns on Star Trek and that sort of thing. <laughs> so the, uh, the serpent person, looks at you, Asuka, and looks back at you, nods towards the shaman, and says to you, in a language you can understand, (laughs) Hello. I have not had visitors of your kind in a long time. I bow and I say, Allow me to present my liege, Pascal de Cardano. (laughs) (laughs) I will slowly push him a little bit forward. Oh, no, 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 no. He is quite famous amongst our people. I happily shift to the shadow. Oh, this is not working out. <laughs> uh, so it, uh, it yes. Oh, why hello. Hello. <laughs> so it basically like glides from the altar like through Oscar and Oscar you feel like a kind of a shock of cold as this thing like literally moves through Ooh, your body and then it comes forward towards you, Pascal. Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Svalish. Welcome to the Temple of Yig. Svalish. 
Uh, well, I am Viscount Pascal de Cardano. It's uh, it's very, very nice to meet you. Uh, what? Why? Uh, why are you here? <laughs> that is my question for you, my scaleless friend. Oh, we just we got a little lost. Uh, just visiting this island. We're we're just here exploring. That's all, and seeing the sights. Mm-hmm. And the shaman asked us to come here and meet you. Uh, <laughs> so here we are. The lizard folk used to serve my people, and they have maintained a loyalty in their hearts even after the cataclysm. The, the ca- cataclysm. Yes, the end of our empire. When uh, when would you say that was? I, I don't know. It's hard to track time. I understand that. Um, a long I'm time very ago. bad with a calendar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, have you seen any uh, other people like us in your long storied history? Maybe, I don't know, a couple decades ago? There are some people like you across the river. Oh, really? They have been killing my people. No. Mm. What? Those dastards. For shame. Well, um, do they do they seem to have a lot of treasure by chance? Because we could go visit them and uh, <laughs> uh, stay out of your way. <laughs> Their leader is a necromancer. He has been engaged in violating the dead of all races. He has been slowly killing the lizard folk and adding their corpses to the ranks of his minions. I desire to do something about that, but my spirit cannot leave the confines of this temple. Okay, uh, just let me tell you that you are currently speaking with the most famous assassin in the world. So, are you... (laughs) Are you hiring me for a contract? Is that what's going on right now? <laughs> well, as I am currently dead, I don't really have the means to hire you, if you see fair, what I mean. Fair. I skitter up next to Pascal, I... and I'm like, contracts with gods, they never, they never hold up their end. <laughs> or it's never what you think it is. It's, yeah. Uh, I desire that this necromancer be killed for his crimes, that the safety of the lizard folk be insured. Well, I mean, I I suppose as long as you spell my name right, when you tell the lizard folk about this, um, (laughs) then I am willing to help out. And I I assume there are some some people who would like to do that for, uh, what's what's the, hmm, how would you say humanitarian, but about lizard folk? Uh... (laughs) Herpetarian? Uh, Champion of the scaly kind, Ooh. perhaps? That I like. That's a good title. Okay. Uh, what do you think, everyone? I, I'm, I, I, feel, I feel impelled to help this uh, floating incorporeal deity out. <laughs> well, if, if they'll let Zora and her crew in this temple, that gets us paid for job one. If we then go across and fight the necromancer and take whatever he's got, that's payment for job two. Seems to be stacking up in our favor. Paid twice for the same job. That sounds really good. I'll kind of lean over to the side. If we say no, are you going to kill us? Fair question. (laughs) (laughs) 
if you harm the lizard folk, I will do my utmost to destroy mm. you. Yes. I'm, oh no, we have no desire to hurt hurt them. I just you know. No, no. I'm really glad we, we didn't hurt the lizard folk. <laughs> I know. Mm. Woo, dodged a bullet <laughs> on that one. Mm. <laughs> Don't mention right. the canoe. Really? What? Canoe? I, what? <laughs> I've just been waiting to give out first prize in the canoe making contests. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. <laughs> well, luckily for you, Svalish, uh, we uh, going up against a uh, uh, powerful necromancer. We have a powerful wizard of our own, Mister Tyrell. Here is uh, is quite uh, adept at uh, uh, the arcane arts. I'm as powerful as Pascal is famous. Exactly. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Perhaps the standards are different amongst your people. I'm sure there is, uh, yeah, some lost in translation, yes. <laughs> Would Spalish be willing, if we were to help his people in this way, to let our people learn more about his uh, fallen culture, to continue the lore so that they aren't forgotten? Yes, I have tried to teach these lizard folk, but there's only so much they can understand. Mm. I understand uh, being around those uh, who are limited. <laughs> hey! <laughs> He's referring right to that. Don't, don't say that in front of him. <laughs> He's referring to that crewman who fell in the river. Ah, yeah. yeah. That was rough. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now imagine doing that for a thousand years mm. two thousand years I, I've been here a very long time but the spirits of the rest of this city long ago passed beyond but I somehow remain do you want to be set free yes we can look into that too this this would make a lovely theme park once you're gone. I mean, <laughs> Lizard Land, yes. How <laughs> uh, Velosa has fallen. <laughs> it's one way to get the word out. Mm -hmm. Yigville. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's gonna happen, kids. Uh, who wants to go on the snake ride? <laughs> Which one? Uh, yeah. Well, let's do it. Yes. Let's bring our scholars in. Let's. I, I accept this challenge. Okay. You're going to fetch uh, Azora? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Get her yeah. up to speed. Yeah. Okay. Make the contract clear that we've delivered on this part and anything we do from here on is our own thing, separate from her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she comes in and, you know, is kind of boggled at what's happening. She's like, well, I... It's a lot to I, take in, yeah. I really thought that you would <laughs> end up getting murdered, so, I mean, good job on... Oh, we failed at that. that ain't over yet. <laughs> I have... You asked me to talk, here we are. <laughs> I've penciled in a meeting gods clause to the contract that we hadn't really discussed before, um, but that's just a little, a little bump up in the rate as far as, you know, relics, actual gods... You know, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so she approaches Svalish and, um, and is just 
kind of gobsmacked, really. So you are... You are from Velosa. Yes. <laughs> I have so many questions. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, so she pulls out uh, some parchment and a pen um, and starts asking some, like, deep in the weeds, you know, questions that are baffling to you. But she is beside herself with excitement and basically, you know, motions you to carry on with whatever um, because she has some things to do. All right. Okay. Well, we just let's go find the river. Let's get across it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, sounds good. So there is this creek uh, that sort of cuts the community in half. On the other side, about eight, eight or ten buildings, and there's uh, sort of a cluster of them, and it looks like a bunch of. Um, rubble and uh, like logs and things like that have been built up in between the buildings to essentially create like an enclosure and uh, make a perception test uh, perception seeing I should say oh. 11 4 <laughs> Hitness. wow <laughs> I've got a 16 over here. Okay. I got a 15, and I doubled with three points. Oh, all right. Ooh. You can do an exploration stunt if you like. Okay. I will take the... Well, no, I can't because I don't have four points. Uh, I guess I'll do the... That makes me wonder again and uh, focus in on the enclosure to see if I see anything that would be of extra use. Okay. And that's... um, that is a 16 with another double, if that matters, um, on that roll. No, yeah, you can't further stunt. Nice. I kind of figured, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Everyone except, uh, was it Oscar who rolled a four? Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, everyone else uh, sees um, you know, some movement sort of in that enclosure. Um, and then Ty, you think think it's perhaps undead in there hmm guys i'm not sure but uh could be undead in there like some sort of zombie hutch is that what we're talking mm-hmm. about okay yeah he did say necromancer so you know kind of goes with the territory mm-hmm. the question is are they going to impede us unless if we if we just approach or could we possibly navigate them you know, in some way. Well, I feel like would... we've had our one. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we should at least ask the necromancer what the going rate is for killing all those other guys. You know, we get like a bidding nice. war going. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I don't know. My granny taught me never trust a necromancer. They don't screw you in this life. They'll screw you in the next. Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy Network. If you enjoy what we do here, then please check out the RPGAcademy.com and visit our site partners for additional entertainment and gaming advice. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. 
the podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash Academy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out in many ways. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a five-star review. Also, if you clear your cookies and you visit Amazon or the drive-thru RPG site through our portal, we get a small percentage of what you pay, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like any RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments that you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at therpgacademy.com and reach us on social media, such as Facebook and Google Plus at the RPG Academy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, the Caleb G, at the Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at the RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.